T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Really wanted to be in this pool party. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy. That's all. That's a great AMA question. Yeah. yeah. Like a... Uh, a video that you wish you could have been a part of. Oh, this one, uh, <laughs> tip drill up there, Ray's sure, house. Sure, yeah, sure, that would have been Rump good. shaker <laughs> with the girl with the saxophone. What's the mystical one where they were at the party Danger. and everyone had masks on? Yeah, yeah, I like to be at a party yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I always want to be at this pool party. Big pimping video would yeah. have been pretty good. Yeah, I think being in the pool party with just your drawers on, like, like pocket or like, because he has boxes on for the most part when at the pool scene. But then you thought about like. Damn pumps in the bone when Hammer had the little draws on. <laughs> like I don't want to be there. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be at the party with Hammer no little damn draws, but in combat boots. But yeah, like yeah, you could have. I would have had a good time at, at uh at that party with Pop. I probably. I think yeah, it would have. Probably been a pretty good time. Yeah, I think so. Probably would have been pretty fun. All right, uh, noon on Wednesday. It's Hump Day. Halfway to the weekend. Congratulations, you made it. A lot to get to uh, in this hour. Including Grant McCauley, 20 minutes from right now as spring training continues. A lot of conversation surrounding who looks good and who's adding a new pitch. And you were playing me just the the, yeah. the crack of the bat. Yeah, Ronald yeah. Acuna take it to BP off Max Freed. Yes. Sounded like Ronald got the best of that one. If <laughs> not, it was a hell of a foul ball. Yeah, either that or it hit the mitt really hard. I don't know. I don't know if Max has heat like that. Yeah, it sounded like Ronnie got him. Uh, then we'll get to the back page with Bo coming up at 1240 as well. Yeah, I mean, the the thing with the draft, and, and we're about to talk about it and everything, it's just one of those things where it gets people so upset. Like, like I looked at Rusty Manziel's face. Oh, yeah. And when he said J.J. McCarthy, mm-hmm. and the angst and the disgust that was on him, and I'm just like, it's just, it's DJ's first box. Second. Is it, oh, it's, oh, it's two. Yeah, 2.0. Oh. Mm-hmm. But still, it's only two. And it is just a mock and draft. And it's just a mock. It and doesn't necessarily had, mean. We haven't had the combine yet. And the, That's true. And the workouts and everything like that. There's also a chance the Falcons could make a trade at quarterback before it, who the knows? draft even gets here. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, I mean, this is the thing with the quarterback position, especially when there's two quarterbacks. All right? In this case, there's three that are projected to go top three. Mm-hmm. There's always the fourth and fifth guy that are getting pushed up. Mm-hmm. It's never freaking fails. It never fails when there's a, a one, two, two, let's say two guys that we know go one and two. 
whoever that third guy is, he's going to get moved up. Mm-hmm. Just like in this in this case, whoever that fourth guy is mm-hmm. just going to get moved up. That's just how the draft always goes. Quarterbacks always get overdrafted. Yes, quarterbacks and always, they get, always get overmocked. Overanalyzed. Over, overanalyzed. Yes. Like, and that's the reality yes. of it. We haven't gotten yet to the point where, because Caleb Williams has been so far and away assumed to be yes. the number one for so long. Right. That will get boring mm-hmm. to the draft process. And then people will start deciding that it's either Drake May or someone else that needs to be at number one. We haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten to the we need more content so we'll nitpick Caleb Williams portion of the process yeah, yet. It's coming. But don't worry. It's coming. Caleb Williams will be out of the number one spot on some of these mock drafts by the time the draft gets here. He's going to go number one, though, by the way, just so you know. Like, that's what's going to happen at number one. Um, now, Daniel Jeremiah did in this mock draft as well, um, as well as having the Falcons taking J.J. McCarthy. He had Jaden Daniels falling. He had him at number six mm-hmm. going to the Giants, okay. which I don't think is possible. I don't. I think if he falls past three, someone definitely trades up with the Cardinals or the Chargers to take him at four or five. Now, he doesn't have any trades in his mock draft. That's one of the things that they yes. kind of try yes. to avoid doing. Yes. I feel like the idea of, of D- Jaden Daniels falling to six is almost impossible. I just don't, um, I don't, but you never know. I just don't see how New England is is happy enough with their damn quarterback group. They can't possibly. You can't possibly be happy with their quarterback group. So I was saying, is it, is it a case where they're going to go out and try to get a veteran in no. there? Because I heard something. Here's what I, Daniel Jeremiah said about it. Okay. He said, I don't want every mock draft to be the same, so I want it to be a little bit more interesting. He said, I think they'll take a quarterback at three, and if Jaden Daniels is there, they'll take him. Mm-hmm. But it's my second mock draft, and I wanted to shake it the up. Thing with so. the, the thing with the, the Patriots, and I, can't, oh, dog, I can't remember what analysts said this, but I had a good point about the Patriots. It's like, do you want to put a quarterback in that crap? They have a crap offense, mm-hmm. and it's bad. Like, it, 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 it kind of I, – I, I hope it wouldn't do this because I like Gerard. It would mirror what Bryce Young went through last year mm. with a rookie quarterback in New England. That's how raggedy their offensive line is, their skill position. is raggedy. Well, Mac Jones is still going to be there. He's still going right? to be there. So maybe you draft a guy and I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But not at three. You can't take a guy at three and let him sit. You can. can. You? Well, I guess teams have. You can. 49ers did. You can. A couple years. And you can. You can. But, yeah, that's – I forgot who, which analyst said that. But I was like – it is bad. Yeah, it's it really is bad. bad. It is bad. Defense is going to be fine. Gerardo, he's going to have them ready. But that offense, it's awful. Mm-hmm. And the lack of talent that they have on it makes it even worse. That's why they, Daniel Jeremiah had him taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. That'd be a good pick. Hell yeah. Whoever gets Marvin Harrison Jr. is Hell a great yeah. pick. All right, let's get to an NFL no huddle. NFL no huddle every day to kick off the noon hour. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Again, the man that made the mock draft went so far as to say, I just wanted to shake it up, <laughs> which to me would, would give you a good reason to not take it too seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he said, I just want to change things up a little bit. You know, it's not so much about where I think guys are going as it is that I think all these guys are going early and it's kind of a fit, whatever. Um, anyway, he had uh, Daniel Jeremiah, that is, J.J. McCarthy going to the Falcons. Here he is talking about why. AJ McCarthy, a little bit of a surprise uh, there going to the Atlanta Falcons based off just a lot of a buzz and chatter of folks that uh, uh, are connected to those who interviewed for that job. And there seemed to be a, uh, a thought coming out of those coaching interviews that uh, from ownership at the very top, they want a young quarterback. Okay. So there you go. Uh, that's where I put JJ. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and that's interesting too, because that's okay. Remove the JJ McCarthy from it, uh-huh. because I know that's the one that has people fired up and just take the other thing that he said, which is talking to, people connected to so agents Mm -hmm. for coaches that interviewed for that job Mm -hmm. 
a big part of the interview process seemed to be. At least you going to do like that. Yeah, what are you going to do at quarterback? And we're interested in going young yes. at quarterback. Yes. So that, you know, from an ownership level, Terry Fontenot's still here as a general manager. He was involved with that process. So it sounds like the brain trust at Flower Branch wants a young quarterback. That's fine. That makes sense. It does. It does. And it also helps inform a little bit of the conversation from now until whenever we find out who it is that, you know, Kirk Cousins, maybe not really on their radar. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, maybe not really on mm-hmm. their radar. Sounds like they, and I understand why they would want that. They've got a new head coach. It's a new regime. Yep. Having a young quarterback has a lot of benefits it does. financially. It does. Um, and you have a coach and a quarterback sort of on the same timeline, which would be good. Um, yeah, sounds like they want a young quarterback. Whether or not it's J.J. McCarthy, I don't know. But yep. a young quarterback makes sense. Yeah, they got to get a new starting quarterback, period. That's what the, Fal- the Falcons have got to get a new starting quarterback, period. No matter who it is. They got to get a new guy in there. And I know Desmond Ritter is considered still a young player and, uh, and developing all that. He ain't it. No. He's not it. No, no, no. You got to go and find you a young quarterback. If that's J.J. McCarthy, then it's J.J. McCarthy. Whatever. It's, it's going to be him. Uh if it's going to be Justin Fields, then it's going to be him. Because that's still a young quarterback. He's still right? the, Justin Fields counts as I'm young. Just, my thing with Justin is this. I would love for the Falcons to get him. But I, I, I can't put everything well. All their, all their problems are solved with him. Because if, the, if he was who I think a lot of people are, p- are putting him as, then he wouldn't be about to get traded. The Bears wouldn't be picking where they are picking. Now, they're, they didn't have no skill position player, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But – I mean, the first year you get him a number one receiver, you saw what happened. He flourished, right? Mm-hmm. Cole Komet's a really good tight end. You know, so the dude has special talent, but is he a special quarterback? I don't know that about Justin either. Fields. I don't either. And I, I, I can't go all in where he's, he's going to solve all the problems. I can't do that. I'm not going to do it because he hasn't shown me that he can solve all the problems in Chicago. You know, and so, I mean. But maybe the problems in Chicago are so – and they are grand. They are bad because they've done this to three damn quarterbacks in a row where That's you draft the them into this raggedy right. ass lame coach situation. This man has had four coordinators right. in three years. Right. You can't win like that. Exactly. So maybe the Chicago situation is so broken yeah. that you can't even really analyze what the guy is you can't. as far as what he could and fix and what but, he can't. But are you willing to are you willing to gamble on that? I am. Okay. You're you're gambling. You're gonna gamble anyway. one way or the other. You're one gambling. way or the other, you're always right? gambling. But the thing about it is is the difference between gambling on a drafted quarterback and gambling on Justin is he goes out and has a season, he's about to cash out. Yes, you have to pay him sooner. Yes. There's no question yes. about that. But to get him, if you're talking about getting up to the top three picks, because you know you could sit at eight and you could take J.J. McCarthy probably, mm-hmm. unless his stock continues to right. rise more. Right. Or you could sit at eight and maybe you could, who knows, maybe Michael Penix blows – People away at the at the combine. He is. He's probably going to, yes. but I, I don't I, know what I, all he's going to do. The ball. He's going to. We know that, but yeah. is he going to run? I don't know if he's going to run. What are his medicals going to say? I don't really know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him and his stock. Or maybe there's another guy that you, I don't know, Bo Nix or something like that. Yeah. I really have no idea. So you could get a quarterback at eight, you but can. is it a guy that you believe is a franchise? But that's the thing about it is, is that as much as if if JJ McCarthy is drafted at eight, it's going to be a lot of PR. Falcon fan, sure. But the thing about it is, if we're if we are going at a situation where a lot of us said this during this process of hiring a new coach, let Terry cook, let Terry do his job. Then why can't we believe that Terry did his job? They evaluate this kid as the pick of eight, right? That would that would be him cooking, right? That would be him. The trust that we're trying to give to Terry Fontenot and Reem that they look at this kid as the future. They they evaluate him because they you know what they're going to go into a deeper evaluation than any of us will. A deeper evaluation in character, 
plays, why why they ran the ball so much against Penn State. Obviously, because Penn State couldn't stop the freaking run. Because it worked. Yeah, because it worked. <laughs> they were just trying to you win, know, and it worked. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be a lot of those things when it comes to it. Yep. So that's why I'm like, I can't get mad about it. If they, I, I don't think J.J. McCarthy is a good quarterback. I don't think he's an NFL starting quarterback. That's just my opinion off of what I saw. Now, he didn't do anything to wow me. He made some nice throws. The throw in the, um, what was it, the, the Alabama game, unbelievable crossing route throw. You saw that. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a hell of an athlete, but he didn't He didn't seem to me the reason why Michigan won games. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't the sole factor sure. of why they won games. No, no doubt. I mean, you know? he, he's very much – like, the, the knock on him right now is – he was so much a part of a system yes. rather than being the system. Yes. But at the same time, I mean, Michael Penix was the system. Yes. Like he was Jaden what they Daniels did. was the system. People are still are still very much taking uh, McCarthy ahead of Penix right now for various different reasons. And I don't I don't have a problem with that. Like I, I understand yeah. what you but look at. I like what you said. The system. Caleb Williams, the system. Oh, he was the system. Drake May, yeah. the, system. the system. Yeah. Jaden Daniels, the system. That's right. You know what I mean? Like you saw these guys do work. You saw JJ do stuff. Yeah. But you saw these these dudes. Yeah, but you did also see, you know, when they needed him to make a he throw, made a he throw. could make a throw. He did. And they beat everybody. He did. So that that's the thing is, like, if if he was just a part of a system that got them to, like, 9-3, and three, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then maybe, nah, but he was a part they of a system that won the national yeah. championship. You know? So you can't really knock Harbaugh or anyone on offense for being like, you know what? We have this guy who can do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but we also have these two really good running backs. Mm-hmm. We have this tight end we like to throw it to. Off physical we have this great line. offensive line. Yeah. We're going to run the ball 26 straight times. Because they can't stop it. We're going to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to win the game. We're going to let this defense do their thing, and, and that's what we're going to do. So, no, I mean, I, I understand. And it, this is why when we started talking about it a month and a half ago, I, I you knew the J.J. McCarthy yeah. stuff was, was going well, to happen. Who, who, the hype who, who, was going to happen. Who the guys we were talking about? We were talking about J.J. and Bo Nix. There we, we said yeah. J.J. and yep. Bo Nix. Yep. Because I promise you, if J.J. And then Penix will be on the reverse yes. side of it. If Joe, if, if, if J.J. McCarthy goes that high, Bo Nix, don't nobody benefit more than Bo Nix. Yeah. If, if McCarthy goes eight, then Bo Nix goes like 11. There's no way. <laughs> Something like this that. Is a, this is a Christian Ponder locker type situation. Oh. This is a this is nobody a, wants to yes. hear those names. But not, not saying they're gonna be like them, right? But this is gonna be that situation. Whew, I hope they're not anything like yeah. them. Goodness gracious. Yeah, man. Oy, oy, oy. All right, we'll come back. Grant McCauley's gonna join us. He's been at spring training. He's seen all this stuff up close and personal. Interested to get his thoughts on Spencer Strider and some of the conversation uh, surrounding the new curveball that he's working on and other Braves news and notes coming up next with Grant McCauley after this on Sports Radio 92 the game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hump day. 20 minutes away from the back page with Bo. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. So the Braves' first spring training game uh, is coming up on Saturday. I know they've started full squad workouts and everybody has arrived. And it's ramping up to spring training getting underway on Saturday. We bring in Grant McCauley to talk with us about everything that's been going on over the last week down there in Florida. Grant, how are you? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Grant. I want to go back to, because we talked last Wednesday, and then there was uh, the Ronald Acuna quote from Thursday that, that everyone was sort of talking about. And interested just to sort of get your, your take on what he was saying with that quote. Obviously, brave for life. Um, but what, what did you make of what Ronald Acuna said last week? Exactly what he said. I mean, in the context of what he was asked, it was, I know you're years away from free agency, but, you know, what are your thoughts of, you know, where do you see your career going? And he's like, it's no secret. I want to be a brave for life. And that is the beginning, the middle, and the end of that statement. That article that came out from CBS Sports may be one of the worst, most misconstrued and misguided attempts at journalism, so much so that you can't even call it journalism. So if you want my unfiltered thoughts, that is exactly that. But if you want my thoughts on Ronald Acuna Jr. remaining a brave, I think he's 100% earnest about his desire to remain with this club for the entirety of his career. When they say that, and, and, and to your point on top of that, is, is, is because why was he asked that question? Because that, that was my biggest thing. Why would you ask a guy with five years on his contract <laughs> what he thought about being a brave for life? Because obviously he has five years on his contract. I think that they need to tear it up and give him a brand new one. But why do you think – it's hard for me to ask you why, you why another person would think the way they thought. But he did ask the question about that, and Ronald – kind of, in my opinion, insinuated that he's looking for a new deal. I, I don't think that he insinuated that. So, I mean, he you know, so. everybody can interpret it differently. But standing right next to him when the question was asked, it's more of this is a guy that when he signed that contract mm-hmm. had just been the rookie of the year, was 19, turning 20 years old, and had his whole career in front of him. Now, as you come in, the context changes. He won the National League right. MVP unanimously so. Right. He did so at the age of 25, which is pretty impressive, Damn, and has become one of, if not the best players on the planet, not named Shohei Otani, who does things that basically nobody else can do that defy logic. And, you know, it's, you can't imagine a, a player to be created in a laboratory the way that Otani was. But putting that disclaimer aside, that's the context for asking him just kind of where does he see it. And I think when you put in the backdrop of – Ronald is one of a string of long-term contracts that have been given out for this club. So I don't think it's in any way, shape, or form to undermine the idea of, hey, he's under contract for three more years. There's two more team options. I think anybody with kind of a common-sense approach to the long-term contracts we see across the game with respect to his talent can see 
he's certainly worth a lot more than this deal. But this is not a holdout situation. This is not a, hey, I'm I'm trying to leverage myself. I, I don't think it's any of that. I, I really just think it was an honest answer to a question that I think a lot of people are wondering is, okay, well, he's here now. He's supposed to be here for years, but is there a chance that he could be here for his whole career? I think right. a lot of people would like to see that, and I think that's what generates a question like that. Yeah, and look, from an outsider's perspective, obviously you're there uh, every single day. It's one of the best parts about talking to you, especially this time of year. Um, but there, there's no hint of animosity from either side. I don't no. know why there would be. No. Um, but what what would be like a reasonable timeline for actually doing it? Like five years left on the deal is a lot of time left on a deal to renegotiate a new deal. When, when do you think he, he gets that next one? When he gets that next one i mean my opinion is the sooner the better right. i mean is, right. does that mean within the next year the next two years like not letting it get to the last free agent year even right. though these are team options so mm-hmm. i can't stress enough he is essentially five years away from free agency so there's no defcon level that needs to be raised for what's going on with ronald his contract and his future with the braves he has a chance to continue on and by basically the age of 30 get out into free agency and make a whole bunch of money. And we've seen guys do that, whether that's Trey Turner most recently. I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, Otani is a different story, but and he's not in his 30s yet. But I guess what I'm saying is the free agent market is certainly bountiful for generational talent <laughs> and guys that yeah. lots of teams want to sign. So he's going to be in a good place regardless. But for the Braves, if they want to be in the best place possible – I do think that finding a new deal with him before this current one runs out, whether that's this year, next year, the year after that, or in some point those team options would behoove them to go ahead. And if you're going to back up the Brinks truck and sign another big contract, I think Ronald makes a ton of sense for that. And, you know, the play on the field is just underscoring that these kind of talents, these kind of players don't come around too often. Hey, I, I, we're here. We were just talking about it earlier that Spencer Strider has a new pitch. I don't know what it's called. But, I mean, Andy, just, just uh, before we got you on, talking about he's only had 52 with starts. Mm-hmm. In the, in the, so he's still is at a very infant age as far as a pitcher is in the MLB. Can you talk about this uh, this new pitch that he's – what is it called, Grant? Because I don't even know the name It's curveball. I thought, I, mean, I thought they gave it a different name, oh. like a, a slot, whatever. No, no, I mean, he hasn't really renamed it. I mean, renamed? I we should name we it. Let's name it. Let's name it. Well, we all, we've all seen Major League, too. I don't know right. if you need to name your pitches. Sometimes it goes poorly. And I think it's more of a, a fan of the true Major League and just let it lay with the first one. But putting all of that aside, I, I think that – you know, as we all kind of got used to the slider being called a sweeper last yes. year and had to update our vocabulary, I don't think we're in that kind of okay. position. But he spent time, as a lot of players do, kind of, you know, workshopping his pitches. And a lot of hitters, they workshop their swing in some of these laboratories, these performance centers that we find all across the country now. Everybody's trying to find that little bit of edge and, you know, take that information, that analytic, and make it work for them in the ways that you can you know, kind of size up the shape of your pitches. That's what he was really stressing after the live BP a couple of days ago in which he threw that. I'll call it a curveball because that's the action that it had. Right. But he was trying to kind of reshape his slider. You can try different grips. You can try different things in spring training. Does this mean it's going to become a pitch that he's going to throw? Um on a regular basis or, you know, become his fourth pitch or third pitch. And then the changeup still also in the mix. I don't really know, but this is the time to try that. And the work that went into the off season made him comfortable enough to throw it to a guy that hit 54 home runs last year. So that would tell me that he's at least considering what this could mean for him. Mm-hmm. And as somebody, Randy, to go back to your point with just over 50 starts in the big leagues, 
I mean, this is a guy that yeah, I've heard a lot of coaches going all the way back to Bobby Cox say, you need about 30 or 35 starts in the majors before you really know who you are. Mm. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we've got 52. <laughs> yeah, so he'll, he'll build hopefully yeah. 30 or so more this year. Uh, Grant McCauley joining us, talking some brave spring training as they get underway with the first spring training game coming up this weekend. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of news and stories coming out of Florida. One of them being that uh, Marcelo Zuna continues to get reps at first base. Like what, are the, what are the circumstances under which he would actually play first base in the major leagues? Uh, emergency would be the regular season <laughs> okay. circumstance, Good. but in the Grapefruit League, I mean, and this is something that Marcel had really expressed interest in last year was just, you know, trying it out and, and being able to be available for his club in its capacity where, hey, if you need somebody, I've done the work to be ready for that. And I think that that, when you're looking at teammates and things that you can do, I mean, he could just come in and hit and say, hey, I'm happy with my four or five plate appearances. That's kind of what I am. I'm an outfielder. If you throw me out there, I still remember how to play that, but I think it's somebody that sh- it shows some initiative, and I think that's a good thing. Brian Snicker did say yesterday that he's looking for opportunities to try him out in Grapefruit League play, kind of let him get some reps there in exhibition action, at the very least as a reward for all the work he's doing over there. I watched him yesterday. It's infield drills. It's nothing, you know, earth-shattering, but he's moving around pretty well, and he's learning. And at this stage of, of your career, again, to show that kind of initiative – I think that's a good thing, but the Braves are very happy with Matt Olson. No, He's very no happy doubt. to play basically yeah, every inning of every game. So that doesn't really leave a lot of opportunity for the quote-unquote backup first base. I'm just curious because could, could he do that split, Grant, when it's coming in hot from like third? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, what's the stretch look like? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, can, he, can, he, can he do all that? I know we were just talking because obviously there were some uh, videos and everything of Ron Lacuna live BP against Max Reed. Now, I don't know who won, but it sounded like Ronnie won unless that was a hell of a foul ball. But where do you think Max Reed right now, because where Max is right now, because of the fact is that you know he's going into his last year of his deal, possibility of not getting the extension, his um, his mindset as he gets ready for this season. His mindset when I talked to him a couple of days ago is 2024. Right. That is his objective. Is he open to having conversations? I'm sure he and his representation are. But he also said dating is back as as far as Fan Fest a few weeks ago. I know the organization has a certain way they like to do these things, and out of respect for that. That's the way that we're going to approach it. They like to keep things in-house. They like to have those conversations that way. The Braves have done a marvelous job, and I say this as somebody who covers the team, of breaking their own news when it comes to contracts. You pretty much don't hear about it until that tweet or that that email hits your inbox, and all of a sudden, oh, so-and-so signed a five-year extension with two team options. That's wonderful. And they're giving 1% to the Braves Foundation. Like That's (laughs) just kind of the way that whole thing works out. So. I'd love to see one of those for Max Fried. I think he's an integral part of everything that they have built over the last six years, and I think there's significant tread on that tire, and he's the exact kind of pitcher that you want in your rotation. If you're going out and trying to fill a need, and a lot of people have said, well, he's in his last year. They shouldn't let him walk away. They should trade him. So no. then I invite you to tell me, how do you replace Max Fried on top of everything else you're doing? That's not an easy job. So it's, it's not the extremes of either or, but it is a position that you get into where we know that free agency being what it is, is a process that a lot of players go through. Would I like to see Max Fried in a Braves uniform like a lot of other Braves fans? Absolutely. And I think he's done everything that he can do on his side to earn that opportunity. Refresh my memory, Grant, because I know we've gone into the year with, with guys – uh, talking about contract extensions in their final year in free agency um, and then ultimately not getting them done. Do, do the Braves kind of break off negotiations when the season starts, or is that something that they'll continue to do throughout the year? 
Now, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule to say I don't know what the frequency of them would be. I don't know that there's uh, you know, anything that they've come out and said, okay, well, if we don't get it by a certain date, then that's it, and we'll just see in free agency. Those conversations can still happen. The likelihood of them, once an agent, for example, sees that they have a player who's going to attract a lot of you know money and interest from other teams in free agency and have the chance to go get the quote-unquote market value – that makes it maybe a little bit harder to motivate both the player and the agent right. to say, okay, well, I could get $175 million out there, or I could take this offer that might be something different. And I'm just throwing a number out there, by the way. I, I don't know right. what he might get. But Carlos Rodon, for example, Aaron Nola, those kinds of deals, not hard to see Max Free getting one of those. Hey, real quick, uh, Grant, have, have, I mean, I know it's, uh, we talk about the team and everything, but there's also new coaches and everything. Have you noticed a difference without B.Y. and Ron out there? It's just it's different because you're looking for it mm. and because you get so used to it. But I think from uh, you know talking to Ozzy Albies yesterday, for example, you know the hard work is really the legacy of Ron Washington. I talked about this with Abe last night here on 92.9 The Game that you know they know what Ron Washington brought and what he instilled in them, and that's something that they can continue to do. So um, I would expect that, and I would imagine that as these new coaches, like Matt Tuiasasopo in particular is the new third base coach, the guy who's going to kind of be the quote-unquote infield instructor. He might have to earn guru over time, but talking right. to Matt, he's very excited about this opportunity and appreciates everything that Ron Washington did to pour into him right. so that he can work with these guys to take them to that next level and keep them sharp. Grant, thank you. Appreciate we you, appreciate Matt. it. Thanks, guys. Grant McCauley there, 92.9 The Game, Braves insider. Love talking uh, Braves baseball with him every single Wednesday as spring training continues. First game on Saturday. Yeah, man. So we'll have a little is bit of action. Like, great. Like, how long Chris here down there? I mean, I wouldn't be mad. He's on his way back oh, right he now. Is? Okay, okay. He'll probably go back down another time. Right. And the kid, he's, he's, you know. Newlywed. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I, Can't stay away too long. No, no, no. Yeah. Hey, well, you're coming home, baby. Yeah, exactly. You got to get back <laughs> up here. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to the back page with Bo after this. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you. Hump day. 20 minutes away from getting back into the big story of the day. Uh, thanks again to Grant McCauley for hanging out, talking some spring training with us. As uh, we were kind of looking at that list that we were talking about, Spencer Strider was 17th mm-hmm. on Major League Baseball's top 100 players list. Um, Matt Olson was 13th. What do you have? Uh, Austin Riley's 15th. Austin Riley's 15th. So you got three guys in that. Obviously, Ronald Acuna is going to be inside the top 10. I guess nine guys have been on in the top 100 already, mm-hmm. and they haven't done the top 10 yet. So, yeah, Braves are good. Yeah, they are. Braves are really good. Yeah. And that is, that's why I know Grant was sort of, um, you know, Grant wants to talk about baseball. It's something that we were talking about back in the first hour, which is there are folks that want to cover the sport and talk about the sport. And then there are folks that want to kind of fringe cover the sport and talk about the gossip. Mm-hmm. And Grant was like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to talk about that part of the Ronald Lacuna thing. Right. I just want to talk, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the baseball of it. So yeah, 
that was uh, the part of the conversation with Grant about that as well, as far as that contract and that comment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, again, there's always there's there's there's, there's always. This is for me being interviewed by reporters as an athlete. There's always a reasoning behind the question you ask. You're not just asking the questions, ask the question. Oh, a reporter? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a reason. You would hope. You would hope. You would hope. There was no. There was no. Well, I think you're giving reporters too much credit, Randy. <laughs> I, just think, I, I just think that you know that's just my thought process. Especially why, in spring training. Why you ask me? That? I got yeah, five yeah. more years left. Why yeah, you yeah. Ask me? yeah. Oh, oh, I know why you asked because you want me to say something. Yeah. About it. I don't know who asked it. I mean, that's an interesting part of it as well. But. Also, what's interesting is this right here: Jeremy Johnson, great Hall of Fame head coach. Oh, okay. Dallas Cowboys. I thought you were going to go NASCAR yes. on me. He is now. On the advisory board appointed by Jerry Jones. So is this mean Jerry's like go listen to football guys now? <laughs> Jerry's gonna get. I mean he had he, he had his most success under Jimmy. Yeah. So he's bringing Jimmy back now. He would he would put Jimmy in a damn on uh, in for thirty years for thirty damn years. Thirty he years he wouldn't acknowledge Jimmy. Acknowledge Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Now I need Jimmy to come say. What did Jimmy again. do? Like how, how did Jimmy think, how did Jimmy bridge or fix that bridge? Basically because he told him go to hell. Yeah, you know, Jerry want to take when Jerry said that anybody can coach his team. Oh yeah, and Jimmy's like blank. You. And then for thirty years, Jimmy was like, "See ya." But then so, obviously, I think I mean, what happened over the last couple of years? I to think sort it of was just one of the things up. where people were just constantly talking to Jerry, like yeah, Jimmy, Jerry Jerry, deserves Jerry, this. I've been thinking about it yeah. a lot in the shower. Yeah. Somebody I, talked Jerry into stop like, being being bullheaded, little, you know, because these dudes were roommates back in college and yeah. everything. And yeah. I think I think somebody just got in Jerry's ear, like, "Hey, we, hey." We need this. It'd be a good idea. Well, you don't need this. Is a damn cowboy. They don't need no good press. But it was like it'd be a good idea. Might might not need good press, but like it, it'd be a good idea. You might need some good advice. You know, like, it'd be a good idea. Look, he just got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, let's let's patch this relationship yeah. up. Yeah, let's get Jimmy in here. Because Jimmy, they, Jimmy has not lost his mind as far as football. Nah, you know, he hasn't helped. lost his hair. Either. He lost his hair, which is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. All the chemicals that he put in there, he that, must. that is still there. Yeah, like the fact that he still has that same haircut is is remarkable. Yeah. But, they yeah, should yeah. study his genetics. Yeah, that'd be interesting, right there. Is he like? Is he going to be in the room with them? With advice on what? Who to draft? I don't know. Advice on you know? Because remember last time. Here's he, the advice that he should give uh, Jerry: yeah. Stay out of it. Yeah, but yeah, hey, last time there was an advisor. We were just talking about him. He's, he's the new head coach in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. that's not going to happen. <laughs> Jimmy's ninety. He's not taking that job. <laughs> Jimmy hasn't coached in 20 years. Yeah. He's the happiest man in the world right now. Hell yeah. He looks happier now than when he was in Miami. He was mad. He was mad at that damn <laughs> halftime speech. That was the funniest thing ever. The halftime speech of the um, the Cowboys and Green Bay game when Jimmy went off. Oh, it was so great. It's pretty, it, was, it was so great. They got some problems down there because their best player, he needs to go on vacation and stop doing podcasts and defending. Oh, is Micah doing yeah, a bunch yeah, of podcasts? Yeah, he need to go. Just go on vacation. He's a real, as great of a player as he is. He's, he's a, a he's, he's a whining ass. He's a real chatty he's, he's podcast a real whiner. Guy. He's a real whiner. podcast whiner. Go, 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 go on vacation. Man. All right, let's go get to the back page. Go down to the up. Mediterranean, something. Sour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Hello, Bo. Well, y'all were right again. You freaking nailed it. Joaquin and Giselle are out of the closet. <laughs> what? What? Supposedly, Giselle's, Giselle's people tell People Magazine that they've been dating since June 2023, which is less than a year ago. When TMZ contacted Tom Brady's camp, Tommy says, well, maybe you make that 2023 a 2021. <gasps> wow. 
Wow. Ooh. Really? That's what he said? That's what he thinks. That's yeah. what, oh, so now, to take y'all back, they didn't file for divorce until October of 2022. So they're like officially, they're dating publicly? They, they are dating. Wow. Do people use the term out of the closet to talk about I making so. it? Okay. Just I think sure. I just Got did that. Okay. Wow. All good. I was like, wait a minute. They're they're both gay? No. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, Wow. But when you hide something in a closet, you come so out we with it. So we were on. We were on that. Y'all nailed it. We were, yeah. we were all over that. Now, okay. Tommy, so, don't go get looking for that smoke, though. Because so, that, was, that was the thing, is nope. we were right about it. We were right. So now, what's Tom do? Oh, Tom got to go date. Well, he's still dating Irina Shake on and off. Which one so. is that one? She's just a hot supermodel. That's okay. fine. And I'm sure Tom's yeah. not going to have any problem no, so Tom's gonna finding fine. dates. Tom needs to go. That's no, not the point. No, damn that. Do you think Tom needs to go up to. Now, see, this is just what he thinks. Tom needs to go find the new Victoria's Secret girl. Oh, That's what Tom needs to like do. Like, what's the what's the like the closest to home he yeah, can hit? I yeah, yeah, thing? yeah. Oh wait, Tom, I'm thinking yeah. Sports Illustrated because why wouldn't that be funny? In the new Victoria's Secret girl, Patrick Mahomes' wife? No, she's Sports Illustrated. Oh, that. I don't know. Oh, she's about to start some crap. Oh no, the, he needs to go find the the the, the, the number one because I mean Giselle was. I mean, come on now, she was she was a she's like the highest highest paid supermodel yes. of all time. Irina Shake is a model of some sort. She may model for okay. Yeah, but yeah, no, Tom needs to go get Vic, Vicky Seek's next next protege. Okay. Like the twenty one year old one, yeah, like yeah. The, the next Brazilian superstar. Yeah, that's what he needs. That's to do. what he's got. That's do. what Tom, Tom's got to go do. That. Yeah, so them, them thoughts were in his head. Now, after they did announce that they were getting divorced, remember Giselle took off to Brazil, so and then Joaquin followed. So. so it wasn't football; it was Joaquin. Uh, wow. Maybe it was. That's brutal. It wasn't because he retired. That's amazing, though. Like, think about that. Maybe he came back and played. Because to just be like a big middle finger to her. Or like, just to be like, if we're going to get divorced anyway. If we're going to get divorced, I might as well just go and play, You're man. sleeping with the jujitsu model. I yeah. might as well try to get one more yeah, Super Bowl yeah, ring. Yeah, because Tom had the, had the damn divorce face. Oh, yeah. Remember how All skinny and ashy he got? Yeah. yeah. He was, he was yeah. going through it. He yeah. was going through it. Yeah, he was... He was so stressed out he couldn't eat. Yeah, that wasn't TB12 skinny. That was I'm, that, yeah, that was woman problem skinny. Yeah, yeah. But that's crazy though. Like think about it. Like that means that's just what he assumes. Tom dude, Brady. That's why Tom Brady is the most successful athlete ever. And he's handsome and he's a model mm-hmm. and he's all these things. Seems and like a nice guy. Cheated on and him. she cheated on him. That's nuts. With jujitsu instructor. That's instructor. why you don't take people with you on damn. vacation. Leave that damn person. Tra- hey, shout to come on over here. We can lift these coconuts together. Exactly. You don't take no personal trainer with you on vacation. That's why there's no such thing as, as being suspicious. There's no, I don't, nothing. Did, I don't think, did Tom and Giselle ever take Joaquin with them on I vacation? Don't I don't think so. I don't Giselle know. did. Giselle did. Giselle definitely did. That's what, that's what her cover-up was. Oh, we take our jiu-jitsu instructor everywhere. Yeah, that's like, yeah don't vacation. With, that's what I'm saying, though. jiu-jitsu is that important hey, for my 10-year-old just kid. Just go with her. Go with her everywhere. Don't, don't have the Joaquin and Tom Brady situation. Don't have the Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher situation. Exactly. Don't have it. Right. Just go with y'all two. Yeah, because, people, oh, you look jealous when you act like that. Well, you know what? I'd like to look jealous and married. Yes. And not look not jealous and single. Yes. Because she cheated on me with a jiu-jitsu model. I still got to see him though. Stay tuned. I gotta, exactly. I got to take Tom still has to fight to, him too. I got to take the, the risk of getting my ass whooped. He has to. I, just for yeah. just save face. Yeah. Maybe we could bring it back on like celebrity death match or something. That way it could be claymation figures and Tom got to bloody his nose or something. Pumping, dog. You got it. Something. He has to. He's so got to he's got to get some get back on Joaquin. <laughs> something. Uh, I knew it. Joaquin's a sex name. Yeah, man. I knew it. He's a jiu-jitsu. All right. Joaquin. He's a jiu-jitsu instructor and his name's Joaquin. Damn you know what he's gigolo. doing. He's a damn gigolo. Y'all nailed it. So uh, I've never really wanted to be a Cleveland Guardians fan as much as I do right now. Maybe not even a Guardians fan, but the Guardians are doing one of the coolest things ever as far as nerds go. And, uh, and I really appreciate it. So in case you did not know, there is a solar eclipse 
later on this year. It's actually happening in April. Right. Um, the span of this solar eclipse goes from like southwest Texas up to Maine. If you okay. want to draw that line across the country, those are the state or that's the area that at some point during the day they're going to be able to see the full solar eclipse, the moon right in front of the sun. So it's going to be over the Cleveland area around 4 o'clock on April 8th. That's the day that the Guardians are supposed to have their home opener. The Guardians normally will have first pitch at 4.10. Really? Right around the time as a home opener. I mean, right around the time as the solar eclipse is supposed to happen in Cleveland. The Cleveland Guardians are moving their start time to 5.10, but opening the stadium at the same time so that fans can come in, watch the solar eclipse from the ballpark. They're probably passing out solar eclipse glasses, yeah, glasses and all kind of yeah, yeah. they're making a thing out of it cool. I saw this. if the braves weren't in town i would fly up I there saw, and go to this i game. saw this where they were like they're having like delta's doing flights during that time oh are you serious yeah, yeah I, th- I thought i saw they would leave it from like austin or something oh, around like, it fly time. the path yeah. of the yes and wow. so yeah, yeah they said wow. they were doing they said they were, cool. they said they were doing that but um yeah they said this is the last one till like Next year, probably. Okay, yeah. Because there was one a couple have, of years ago. There was that went, one that went right through been, here. We haven't had one here since like 2010. Oh, I thought it was a or little two, like 10 years ago. What was bad. the one we went? We, no, we weren't. Were we working together? There I, was one recently where you could see a piece of the moon in front I of the lived sun, but not here, the whole thing. But the path went like straight through North Georgia, we went to, um, Western Carolina. We went to yeah. Op Pam's. You're right. Uh, we went to Op Pam's Lake House. Me and Donna went up to Op Pam's Lake House yeah. up there. Yeah, it was uh, crazy up in Livonia. Yeah. Like it got to dark. Yeah, it's not dark. It was pretty cool. No, they're they're really, really cool. If you if you ever get the chance, yeah, Samson was a baby. Samson was it was about ten years ago. Yeah, so Samson, I, Samson was a baby. I lived here, but I wasn't full time at ninety two nine. So right. it was like two thousand seventeen, probably. I, I thought it was so, it was something. What year was that? Because I know because we went up to. I remember we went up to the to house. Me and Donna, we went up to Aunt Pam's Lake House because yeah. that's where they had it at at that little lake thing, and you sat there wore them glasses yeah. and you saw it. That's that was when, ten years uh, ago, was it? That's when it was seven years ago, I think. That's when that's when Tom should sneak. August twenty first, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So that's when that's when the when the sun is eclipsed. That's when you get Joaquin right in the back Ooh, of the knee you with a Dude, you gotta sneak tire out. iron. You gotta sneak in. Or something. Then you start calling Tom the ring of fire. That's what <laughs> oh, you see during a solar eclipse. There you go. <laughs> That's what you do. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to uh, the big story of the day to kick off the one o'clock hour. Thanks for being with us on Hump Day, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.